Welcome to Bruin Success, where we talk to UCLA alumni and explore the many paths to success beyond UCLA. I'm your host, Katie Russo, and today I'm excited to be joined by Jake Rosen, who works as an account manager at Hulu within the Advertising Sales Organization. He was previously a sales planner within the Pricing and Planning team. Prior to Hulu, he joined Ruben Poster and Associates as a digital marketing coordinator, where he ran the digital efforts for clients such as Honda, Los Angeles Clippers, Intuit, and Apartments.com. A New Jersey transplant, he graduated from UCLA in 2016 with his degree in English. Jake, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming back to campus today and taking the time to talk with us. Thank you for having me. I am excited to be here. This is my first ever podcast. Ooh, that's exciting. It is so exciting. (laughs) So um, to start us off, can you talk a little bit about um, the work culture at Hulu and what does a day in the life look like for you as an account manager um, in the advertising sales group? Sure. So um, Hulu is a, is a great company. Uh, I love working there. He was not paid to say that, I was that, not paid right? to say that. Um, this <laughs> podcast is not brought to you by Hulu, <laughs> right, right. but um, it's a great company. Uh, it is, so we call ourselves hooligans. Um, so it is. there are a lot of friendly people. It is still... It has like a startup feel mm-hmm. while being a pretty like established brand. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you know like about like the business background, but we have like we are owned by Disney now. So right, like you right. have the backing of like yeah. a big company, but you still kind of have that like startup feel, yeah. which I think is great and and really conducive to. And pretty um, unique, I feel. Yeah, it yeah. is pretty unique. So it's like it's good to know that. Um, and obviously, like I'm not involved in these like much higher up business conversations, but to know that like we have the backing of like a big organization while still having the, uh, the like kind of self-driven side of it as well. So it's, it's a great company. It's, um, it's like changing every day and it's growing and, um, there are constantly like new shows coming out, which is always exciting. Some that are like, you know, some pretty big hits like the handmaid's tale. Um, I was reading the daily Bruin on my way in and they wrote about looking for Alaska, which is our new show. I haven't watched it yet, but it's fun to see that we were like part of the zeitgeist, at least at UCLA. Right, right. Um, But it's a, it's an exciting time to be at Hulu. That's awesome. And what part, um, as account manager, what part of your job would you say is most challenging and what's most rewarding or exciting about the work you get to do there? Sure. So a lot of my job, um, is client facing and really communicative with internal teams. So for background, um, an account manager, you're working with agencies and brands directly who are looking to run their advertisement on the platform. Sure. Um, and you're working with them to make sure that like both the experience, uh, for the viewer watching is like, you know, positive and, and their right. brand is being shown in the right light. Right. And then at the same time, making sure that like the buying experience is positive as well. Got it. Um, I was previous, like you said, I was previously a sales planner, which um, is like a uh, a way to work with brands on exactly like what their what their campaign will look like on okay. Hulu. Oh, okay. Um, and in the account manager role, like you're still doing a little bit of that, but it's a little more client facing in terms of like larger conversations. Okay. Cool. Um, and so, can you share a little bit about? Um, your professional trajectory so far. So I know you were at um, Ruben Poster and Associates before Hulu, mm-hmm. but um, what were some of the pivotal moments kind of along that journey? I know you did a number of internships mm-hmm. as a UCLA student. So were there certain experiences or internships that kind of helped you find your way to Hulu? Yeah. So I was like not very involved at UCLA. Like I 
looking back, like there are so many things I could have done sure. on campus right. that, you know, I mean, like hindsight's twenty twenty. like, I, you yeah. know, you can always do a lot more, but as someone who like wasn't involved really at all with any organizations, um, like figuring out a way to like break into some yeah. industry. Right. And, and I also came in having no idea what I wanted to do. Okay. So I came okay. in undecided. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's called, I came in undecided. Right. And I mean, like I, I had no clue. I didn't know, I didn't have a major. I didn't okay. have any sort of trajectory. So it's like, you're hitting the ground and you're trying to figure right. it out along As the way. Go, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. So I took like every possible class I could to figure out generally what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, I still had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> and so I got an internship doing like essentially social media or like brand okay. marketing. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, like yep. let's try this out. It was an internship. It was like, it was unpaid. Okay. Um, and so, you know, starting there and being like, okay, what did I like about this internship? What right. didn't I like? What were some positives? What were some negatives? Yeah. Um, and then from there, moving on to the next internship, taking the learnings that I got from my first role and, and kind of shaping what I wanted my next role to be. I think it's also like important to say that like the internships I had were not at, you know, as flashy a company as Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. I think they were like, for one, they were, one of them was unpaid. Yeah. The second one was one that um, I had gotten turned down by previously. Oh, I reached out and said like, okay. you know, I know you said no last time. What about this time? And, yeah. and it worked out. Um, because I had the experience of right. the first one. I see. And I think it was very much like building, you know, it's it's easy to just be like, oh, I'm at Hulu and that's cool. Yeah. You know, like I think I'm self-aware to say like Hulu is a very cool company to be at. Right. Um, but I also know that like I couldn't have gotten there without a smaller internship I had as yeah. a student, which like totally. I had no I had no experience before that. They just like took a chance and yeah. it worked out for me. <laughs> that's yeah. And I think that's such a great point that you make because I think that is a challenge for a lot of students nowadays and even recent grads of, you know, there are these flashy trending companies and everyone wants to work for those, but there's also these amazing smaller companies where you actually might get more experience because of the size of it. You might mm -hmm. get to, you know, kind of dabble in multiple types of roles yeah. or units or teams totally. and get more experience to be able to then sell yourself, you know, and put yourself in a better position for a company like Hulu or the big companies down the line. Yeah. And, and I think you have to, you also have to take like these um, smaller roles and like, just yeah. like you said, like make the most of it, right? Yeah. Like, it is like it's easy to say like oh this isn't the company I want to be at so sure. it doesn't matter but yep. but ultimately and and I got lucky at my second internship and that's how I got my role at at RPA which was I ran into we shared a building with another company oh, I ran okay. into somebody at a comedy show oh wow I let them cut me in line <laughs> um, and then ultimately she we came in on Monday and she was like I want to help you get a job after wow. college and it was like. Awesome. And yeah. she had all these connections at various agencies and okay. she reached out and, and I had, uh, you know, I ended up at RPA and it's really just all kind of luck. But at the same time, she kind of knew me from around the office and yeah. she knew that like I worked hard and sure. she knew that I had this like, yeah, you. she could vouch yeah, for me, right? Like totally. she knew and I let her cut me at a comedy yeah, show, right, like right. the true, the true reason. <laughs> yeah, but she was like, yeah. okay, I've seen him. Like I know he can work. Yeah. And so let me see how I can help him out. And I mean, in that case, it's really lucky, but at the same time, like it, you know, I just ha I happened to be at a smaller company yeah. who ha who had all these connections. It right. doesn't have to always be the flashy company at yeah. first. Totally, 
Um, and I think that's even just a great uh, networking story too. Of yeah. You just never know who you're going to meet in what's in different settings when you're out and about, whether you're at an internship or out and about, like you never know the opportunities that can come from meeting someone and not knowing that that person has a whole network exactly. that they can, you know, kind of expose you to and help you get connected to. So, yep. um, you know, yeah, I think just, just keeping that open mind and being willing to just like meet different people and put yourself in those places where you're able to meet new people. Yeah. I mean, especially at these smaller companies, like you never know where they came from. Like they might want right. to be someone who came from a bigger company and wanted to work somewhere yeah, small. And so they absolutely. have all these connections and so true. You, know, you just, you never know who you're going to meet and you never know, you know what's yeah. next. Yep. Um, so I know you, you know, moved to California from New Jersey as home, um, to go to UCLA. So, um, being an out of state student, how did you adjust to, you know, a big campus like UCLA and living in Los Angeles? Um, and what advice would you give to, you know, maybe other out of state students, especially, you know, first year students or transfer students that, you know, just got to LA and UCLA, what advice would you give to them for, you know, how, how to adjust well to, to campus and living in LA? Yeah. So, um, coming from New Jersey and being an out-of-state student is like a big adjustment. I, I grew up right outside New York city. So like okay. city life, you know, it wasn't necessarily yep. foreign to me, Sure. but actually like being immersed in the city and like living there and, and being on your own as a student. Yeah. Um, like being out, I know that like being out of, being out of state can be like really difficult. Like you, like in the same way that I was fortunate enough to like gain a network, like you come here knowing nobody Um, and you can often feel like very lost and, you know, very isolated on campus and, and something I didn't, like I said, like something I didn't do was get as involved as I wish I did um, as a student. And I think that there's, there's a lot of opportunity, especially as a freshman where it's just like, everyone's kind of meeting each other. Right. And, you know, looking back, like I totally would have tried to join more clubs yeah. and I tr- I would have tried to like again like even as a freshman I was like I can only join these big 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 clubs at UCLA yeah. and looking back like there's so much more I could have done and, and so many you know smaller clubs that are just starting or clubs that are intentionally smaller but like looking for more people Definitely. and I think everybody is trying to get involved in one way or another so as an out-of-state student especially like it's it's so crucial to come in um and just like kind of hit the ground running. Yeah. But it's also difficult, right? Like, to- yeah. But not only are you like on your own for the first time right. as a student, you don't know anybody. You're like, you're taking classes. There's a lot going on. And you're so it's, it's a quarter. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, it's a really, <laughs> it's a really fast paced school. Yeah. So it's easy to, it's easy to kind of like fall behind and not necessarily get involved. But it's also at the same time, like it's a quarter system. So there's always, there's always change going on. And there's always the opportunity to get involved. Like I know I I joined like the Daily Bruin, for example. Yeah. I think it I think it was my spring quarter of freshman year, which okay. is like later than most, right? Yeah. Like you think most people join yeah. in the fall, but there was the opportunity and I went for it and I tried it out and like it wasn't, you know, necessarily for me, yeah. but I met people and yeah. I kinda had an understanding of maybe other things I wanted to do yeah. to get involved in. And like I said, like I wasn't too I didn't do many activities on campus. So being out of state and coming to a new city, like I wanted to take advantage of being in Los Los Angeles. I think you can have internships during the year um, in a way that you can't at a smaller school or like at a small school in like a rural area. You know, those opportunities aren't there until the summer where it's a lot more competitive. Yeah. So just taking advantage of like the full year and I don't know. And being in this hub. Yeah, Yeah, and being in a hub like this, Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. No, that's, that's great advice. Um, so I know you earned um, your degree in English here and are now in a business-oriented role at Hulu. So can you um, share a little more about how you utilize your English degree in your career and um, what advice would you give to others, especially those in the humanities and social sciences who might think they need to have a degree in economics mm-hmm. or business to be in a role like yours, um, especially, you know, even within maybe entertainment and media industry. Sure. But um, yeah, just anything you could give to kind of shatter that myth. Yeah. Um, so I <laughs> came in undecided. Like I said, my first instinct was to be an econ major. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll say like it didn't work out, <laughs> you know, like uh, there, I, um it, it was not the major yeah. for me or my transcript. Um, so, you know, ground zero, like, what do you do? Well, I knew I liked to read and I knew I liked to write. I was like, okay, let me just take some English classes, sure. like start fresh and, and see how I like it. And I, and I ultimately, like, I really enjoyed it. And being undecided and, and both in your major and in your career trajectory I was like, at a certain point, like I have to choose a major yeah. and I might as well do what I like to do. Totally. Um, and the, the, you know, the, the good part about an English major, for example, and, and probably most of humanities is, is that it's so like uh, writing heavy. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I can't stress enough like how important writing is in, in my industry and, and most people's industry, which is yeah. to say like, you emailing is like really important and being an English major like I know how to form an email or like form a sentence and and like you said like I I guess I'm in like a more business oriented role um but I also think I'm in like a very communication heavy role sure and I think the the values you learn as a humanities major one you're learning like interesting stuff right like I think it's like really crucial to to kind of hold on to what you learned as a student because I'm in situations all the time where I need to like small talk and I can talk about yeah. books, right? right? Like I was an English major. So yeah. at the very least as an English major, like I, I read, totally. right? So I can talk about books. Yeah. At the same time, um, so much of my role is communicative that knowing how to write and being able to differentiate yourself through your writing mm. is is crucial. Yeah. So, and, and part of that is just like the practice, right? Like. I would say most English classes aren't necessarily guiding you on how to be a better writer, but what they're yeah. doing is like they're challenging you to write more and they're challenging you to like think strategically in your essays yeah. in a way that is really conducive to um, the professional world and the professional landscape. Yeah. Well, and I think, yeah, I think that's spot on, especially because like you said, the written communication skills, I know every year the National Association of Colleges Employers surveys employers from all different industries and the number one skill they say they look for new hires mm. is written and verbal communication skills. And so like you said, yeah. being able to, you know, read strategically and write in a different in all different ways um, really does prepare you to be able to communicate professionally. Like you said, right? Mm-hmm. Being on email so much and and reaching out to different people and reading, you know, knowing your audience and things yeah. like that as you're writing, I think um, yeah, your, your insight there is just absolutely spot on. Yeah. And I, I mean, ultimately like my job is a lot of like convincing people to, in theory, yeah. spend more on Hulu. Right. right, right. Like, my, my goal is to, uh, 
convince a, a partner to be spending more. And so a lot of that yeah. is the, is the, uh, you know, the type, the types of essays you're writing as a student, convincing your professor that yeah. you're right, or, you know, that your theory about a book is, is spot on. Like you, these, these, uh, you know, these strategies and, yeah. And these skills that you're learning as a humanities major totally are crucial. Translate. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also not for anything, but if I am, I guess, in a more business role, everyone is then an econ major, right? Or yeah. everyone is, I guess, a communications major. So yeah. to be able to differentiate yourself, like you want to have a, you know, a, di- a, di- a diverse uh, skill set and, yeah. and workforce as well. Yeah, Absolutely. So I know we um, briefly talked about Hulu, you know, being this exciting and I think very popular company that a number of people want to work for nowadays. Um, and given just, I think, how competitive the job market is, what, you know, is there any other insight or advice you could give um, for, you know, how to navigate that job market and any strategies you used to, you know, try to get a foot in the door at some yeah. companies like a Hulu? Yeah. So I, I mean... As a student, I couldn't get my foot in the door at companies like Hulu. Like I, I got rejected from more internships than I got accepted to. Yeah. I, you know, I went full quarters without having an internship. Like I know it's, you know, if you looked at someone's like LinkedIn profile, right. it, it seems like okay, they had an internship, they had an internship, they got a job, they got the next job. Like right. that's all of it on paper. But but ultimately, there's like. The actual application process and there's like right. there's applying and that's on top of having the workload as a student right yeah i think it's like from for me um like i'm fine saying that i got turned down from like a bunch of internships yeah. right like ultimately it all works out ultimately you have to find what works for you you have to make it work for you i think right totally i personally like really don't love the idea of like an unpaid internship yeah I, I think it's like I think it's super takes advantage of students right all of that said like there are times when it might be necessary to get your foot in the door somewhere else yeah so if it doesn't work for you I think it's fine to say no first of all to an to an offer if it's not the right offer yeah. you know if you can't make an unpaid internship work you can't if you can, then, you know, maybe you get lucky and you get the next one. But I ultimately think that it's about, it's just about putting yourself out there and being okay with no's. Yeah. I think. That's, yeah, that's great advice. And, and that's something that I wish I had done as a student, right? I didn't apply to these clubs because I was scared of the no's. Yeah, the rejection. Yeah. The rejection, sure. right? Like yep. that's tough, especially when you're like, 19 say, yeah, and your brain is still book. developing <laughs> right. and you're an out-of-state in theory yeah. you're a, hypothetically an out-of-state student from right. new jersey right? <laughs> right like you're it's like you're it's like yeah. being a college student is hard yeah, it and is. it's like a yeah. really weird time to be a person yeah so like yeah it's easy yeah. to just say like i'm not even gonna apply because i might get rejected, rejected. yep yep that at fear. the same time though it's like you just, you have to be okay with the no's and you have to make it work for you. Yeah. And I think like you said, those no's eventually will help lead you to the right yes at the right yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, being able to say no, if the unpaid internship doesn't work, you don't have to take that. Because, yeah. you know, something 
might be coming down the line that sees your worth and value and knows, okay, mm-hmm. we, we are able to, you know, accommodate and pay you. And, and this yeah. role is just as, you know, meaningful as maybe that last one yeah. was. I also know that like it is, it's unfair, right? Yeah. Like the market can be really unfair for certain students who come from different backgrounds. Like I was very privileged to be able to take an unpaid internship, yep. you know, like I yep. know that for sure. Yeah. Um, which, so, which is to say though, that like, if it doesn't work for you, it, it's okay to say no and, and, yeah. and, and find a way to, to make it work for you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's great insight. So our last question is, since you graduated, how have your experiences shaped how you define success? Mm. Okay. I think <laughs> the success- hard hitting, The hard hitting final question. I know. <laughs> I think success is like a really hard thing to talk about, um, mainly because like, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure why I am on a podcast right now called Bruin Success. <laughs> to me, like I'm still figuring it out myself. Like yeah. I'm still navigating the workforce. I'm still working through like, you know, my own insecurities sure. to to like make myself a, a better person. I think like success to me is like accepting the wins you're getting. Mm. I think it's easy to like be a student and be a young person and and be like getting a good grade, like whatever, it's fine. Like that's whatever, like going, you know, going to a club meeting. Yeah. Like I think for some people, like that's hard to do and like accepting these like small victories Mm. and, and being confident in, I think everything you're doing, I think success is like a hard word. And I think like succeeding, succeeding and being more like present in that sense is, is crucial to look at right like f- everyone has their like down periods yeah. but if you're like you know i think it's also it's important to find success in maybe doing what you're not supposed to be doing mm-hmm. which is to say like if you need to skip class one day and like have a self-care day yeah. that's like important to reset yep. and finding success there and like finding a little win because i think it's like a really i think it's it's you know, I would love to come on here and just like talk about how easy everything <laughs> right. is. And it's not like, it's I not, think it's yeah. really hard for people and, you know, finding these like small successes along the way and, and, and just like being, you know, a little more comfortable and being like a small win is, is a success. Yeah. And I think there's different ways to, to consider something or to consider yourself successful. Definitely. Because you don't want to, at the same time, not to just ramble on, but at the same time, like, if you talk to somebody and you see them as successful, Mm -hmm. like, they're still trying to become a better person one way or another as well, right? Like, I think the idea of, like, the idea of being successful is, like, reaching something and then you don't want to get complacent or plateau. Mm -hmm. So... In the same way that like I had a smaller internship followed by a bigger one, followed by a job, like it's about like finding these small successes along the way. And I wouldn't have gotten that first internship if I didn't also have these even smaller successes in school. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I think I think that's so important. Um, And I really appreciate I think just your um, your candidness around. Right. Like you're continuing to, you know, become a better person, better professional while still figuring it out, you know, and being able to know that you're going to encounter the good, the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. on different days and being able to take the highlights and, 
know that you're going to have the low times, but, um, you know, celebrating those small wins and Mm -hmm. things that allow you to keep going and keep you motivated in whatever it is that you're doing. So yeah, yeah, I, I think that's really important. And like you said, that sometimes it is that, right? Like that's those boundaries and self-care and mental health and yeah. well-being is so important. So knowing what you need to take care of yourself um, so that you can show up your best self to work and yeah. things like that. Yeah, I mean, I graduated in 2016 and I think the like the look of UCLA as like a student body has changed completely. Yeah, I think it's like a, I would imagine an even harder time to be in college, <sighs> like an even harder time to be 19 and 20 right, and like- right. <laughs> being very exposed as like a college student yeah uh, so so yeah I think it's about like making it work for you and and finding those little wins and I don't know just going day by day yeah definitely well thank you so much Jake for coming on the podcast today I really enjoyed our conversation and I think just your authenticity um, around your experiences and even those um, kind of looking back moments of things you do differently or change um, that I think all ultimately, you know, led you down the path and, and got you to who today. So I just really appreciated um, your insightful thoughts and um, perspective. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I love being here. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You've been listening to the Bruin Success Podcast. Our guest this week was Jake Rosen, account manager at Hulu. You can find more information on Jake in the description of the podcast. Follow Partnership UCLA Alumni Career Programs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe to it, tell a friend, or share your appreciation on social media. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time when we're back chatting with Dr. Anna Lee Fisher, chemist, emergency physician, and a former NASA astronaut. This podcast was made possible by UCLA alumni.